Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sounding rough, but that's okay. It's uh, that time on a Tuesday night, and it's time for Fat and Ginger. My name is Tim Young. Across the desk from me, as always, is Mr. Luke J. Massey. Hello, Tim. And with a voice like that, mate, yep. like from Fat and Ginger, yep. and you sound like you're working phone sex lines at $4.95 a minute. Jesus. Uh, this is... well, who do they have to call? What do you mean? What number do they have to call to get you to talk to them personally? Mate, I, I, there's probably not enough money in the world to get me to talk for a prolonged period tonight. Really? Because I've just listened to you for about two minutes, and I'm about to blow. <laughs> so, we can't do that. <laughs> By the way, just to let you know, we are pre-recording this again. Yeah, we are pre-recording again. Actually, someone wrote in about that. It's in mailbag. We'll get to it. But um, saying, oh, paying us out for pre-recording. At least we're coming in. That's right. You know, like we've got busy lives. There was strong discussion in the past week about just not doing it. There was very Stop. strong, and, and, and you know why? Because we pre-recorded last week and the week and, before, and sent and it in, that. and they didn't. We couldn't get anyone to play it. Remember? No, that's you had right. to come in and sit in well, here and play so, it. So I actually was here live for two hours yeah. to play our pre-record. <laughs> What's the point of pre-recording it? Tell me about it. Yeah. But anyway, so the wheels are in motion for this week, and uh, we'll get this played. At the Has it, told you have you spoken to someone? Have you? No, I, mean, yeah. I will. Okay. Um, so, look, tonight we're going to talk about uh, QR code ordering at restaurants. Now, yeah. I reckon I might have touched on this before, but my fire has been stoked afresh by going out for lunch today in Fed Square. Oh, mate, I, it's one of my pet hates. Oh, I, I can't believe we haven't spoken about it I yet. loathe it. Yep, with the same. Oh, and we'll get to that. Yep. Um, you've copped another speeding fine, and you're going to tell me Yeah, and this unjust. is... Yeah, I'm not happy about this one, but again, we'll get to it. And in that scrap, we're going to discuss spoken word artists and Uber. <laughs> Uber full of spoken word artists. Yeah, we've got a bit to talk about, haven't we? We had a, we, had a function we, last night, which is it was a good function, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, talk we'll get to all these things. We There's will. so much to talk about, that's Tim. That's right. Uh, and you haven't got a voice. That's all right. A bag full of mail, a big weekend of food. What about who's our special guest? I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Special guest tonight is uh, a bloke by the name of Chris Young. Very similar surname to yours, I he noticed. Very similar surname. It's, in fact, my older brother. And uh, Chris is a successful uh, businessman, runs his own RTO, um, also is a double amputee. So we're going to talk about his journey over the years. Absolutely. I don't want to get into a little bit about you when you were young. Oh, God, yeah. Even though you're still technically young. I'm two years older than you. I'm talking about your last name. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. 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 You used up your quota, by the way, of the weekend, because I spent a lot of time with you this weekend. So yeah, far. I did. Yeah. It's and good. You've used up enough head jokes. I said I had a head cold the other day, and you said, which wing of your head? Yeah, well, which part of it? It can't be the whole lot. Sure, there's not enough germs in Geelong, mate, <laughs> to fill up that whole big <laughs> noggin of yours. But I, yeah, we have spent a bit of time together, but um, we'll get to that, too. Ooh. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, Let's yeah. just get straight to a song so we can get yeah. into it. Absolutely. The sultry sounds of Powderfinger there, Tim. Big finish. Oh, big finish. Well, that's a good song. It was an opening song off one of their... Oh, on Vulture Street, I think it was. Rock, rocking Rocks. Very Brisbane. If there was a national anthem for Brisbane, it'd be written by Powderfinger. Absolutely. And that was a good rock song called Rocking Rocks. I think it. it basically describes what it's about. Spouses you know? the virtues of rock. Yeah. Well done, Powderfinger. Good then. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think we should uh, dive headlong into our topics for the Yeah, week. well, you've, you've, you've come back today from the football. Yep. You've been up there. That's probably not helped your voice. It probably contributed to the way nah, it is. There was some feedback given at times. Yeah, from, uh, constructive, I imagine. Well, I feel the holding the ball rules not being applied evenly across all players and teams. Yeah, I think league. you might be right there. And look, uh, I, I did notice a little bit that West Coast were coming back at one stage and then Richmond get the obligatory free kicks that put them back in front and well on the way that, that, I, that I you guys do. See yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, so tell me, what, what, what did you have to talk about tonight? Sorry, before we get into that, though, can I just say as well, I bought a scarf today. Oh, did you? I spent $36 and I got a beautiful Richmond scarf to You spent more on that than you spent on your headphones. Yeah, I know. That's true. But no, mm. these are on a special. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, okay. So what I wanted to talk about today was uh, before the footy, uh, we went out on a rather Jade's, the kids. Um, and uh, some of my brother's mates, and we went out to uh, a place called Chocolate Buddha. I'm going to name names. I'm going to name and shame. Yeah, go on. Chocolate and, Buddha. Uh, Chocolate Buddha in Federation Square. Because they're not alone in this, by the way. There's a no, lot of it happening. There's a lot going yeah. on. And we sat down, 
right? And they said, just use the QR code on your table to order. Yeah. Right now, we were a fairly large group. We would have had, I don't know, 10 or 12 people there. Yeah. So, and we all sort of said, oh, we'll just order things and they'll come out, right? Mm. And so we ordered our stuff and then that comes out and we don't know who ordered what or what's going on. And it's just a schmozzle. Yeah, I, I can't stand it. Yeah. I can't stand it. And then- and then to pile it on top of it, it says a service charge that you get. So For what? For you? No, that's You right. should take it off the bill. That's right. So we're doing their job, and then we have to pay for it, like some sort of bizarro work, ex- work experience world. It's crap, mate. I'm with you. My kids pay the shit out of me because I absolutely refuse to do it now. I loathe it. So I'll go. We went out for sushi one night with my sister and about four kids, yeah. five kids, and Seriously, I was sitting there for 20 minutes trying to navigate this menu, and they were all standing there watching me do it. Yeah. The, the waiters and waitresses, they've got people working there, <laughs> just standing there watching to see, you know, come over here, yeah. get me order. Why am I doing your job for you? Yep. And I'm struggling. You can see I'm struggling with it because I kept pressing the wrong thing. I had to go back and try to delete it and maybe start again. I'm like, just get over here with a pen and paper. Yeah. Take me order. That's right. And it's, it's like there's a reason that restaurants have been set up the same way. For thousands of years. Yeah. Because it works. Because it works. Yeah. And, and now simple. they're all trying to get lazy. That's right. And it really annoys me. COVID has made no. customer service, uh, bad customer service, okay. Oh, I agree. And I just, it, I don't know, it made my blood boil today because it just made everything a lot harder than it should be. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if you'd had a waiter, a server. Well, they're uh, there. They're there and they you know, form a relationship. They sit there and they watch you do it. That's right. And then, well, that's they're there. That's right. But, you know, they would have said, oh, no, this is, you know, they would know who ordered what and it'll be all good and, you know, a bit of rapport and you'd actually enjoy going out. Whereas these days, it's like going to some sort of fast foodery. Yeah, that's right, mate. And then the other day, um, after one of the... You don't see me sitting around doing nothing at my job. <laughs> and then one of, went after one of the comedy festival shows, we were able to get the Mexican up, Little Collins Street or something, and it had the same setup. Right? Yeah. And I ordered a whole bunch for people, whatever, about 170 bucks worth of food. Yeah. And then there was a problem with the credit card it said i needed some verification code which i wasn't getting so i just wiped the whole order and we had to do it all that's again. what i mean it's, it's it takes you 20 minutes to order yeah. when they are standing there watching you waiting for you to order that's right it doesn't make sense to me no there's no need for it I don't, I, it's been bought in at so many places now I Get rid of the it. QR codes. Yep. Bring back humans. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. It's, it's super, it never works. Is it supermarkets? That's what started it. That's what it, yeah, they realise they can get away with yep. stuff. That's right. But it's not, I think they they think it's it's like a separation between their staff and people like it was during the COVID. It made sense during the COVID times. Yeah. But then, all right, so one time me and a couple of mates went out. This is in between lockdowns mm. when we could get out. Yeah. So we went out. Went to had one of those QR code things. You had to order your meal, and it was the first time we'd seen one, so it took us a while to do. You know, we're yeah. sitting there trying, we scan it, and then we go, "Oh yeah, this is how it works. All good." And then we go, I said to the lady, "Why, why, why are you doing this?" She goes, "Oh, we're just not allowed to come anywhere near your table, and you know, it's to stop us." And they get the food to yeah. the table. Well, that's the thing. Then they come over and bring cut- cutlery and put it at your table. <laughs> And they touch it and put it at your table, and you go, yeah. "Well, that defeats the whole purpose. You could have stood a right. meter and a half away and taken right. my order." That's right. And it's, it's over it. Yeah, I am too. I, I can't stand it. And I, I, I like to think it's not just because I'm getting older that I yeah. hate it. I like to think it's because it's shit that I hate it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, not just because we're grumpy. <laughs> not just because we're grumpy. We're sitting here whinging about a couple of waitresses yeah. that are you know, probably making about 10 bucks an hour. No, no, no. It's not about the wait. It's the system. Yeah, yeah it's, the, it's not them. It's not them. It is the system. It's people trying to get out of stuff to make more money. That's right. And it's, yeah. yeah, so they don't have to employ as many people. Yeah, which is, it doesn't work anyway, I don't reckon. I don't like it. You've so. still got to have people bring out the stuff. You've still got to have people, um, you know, serve you, bring out your cutlery, clean up afterwards, all that sort of stuff. You can't have QR right. codes through that, Tim. That's right. And what Next thing they, you know, they'll have robots, Tim. Well, that's what Doing all expecting. that sort of stuff for so you. It will be, though, won't it? Because it'll... Anyway, yeah. Look... What I love going to a restaurant and doing is you sit down and you look at the, you speak to the waiter and you say, listen, I'll have the special and give me a, a, a beer. That'll do. Yeah. And then off they go, bring it back. It's all done. Great. Done. Well, you don't have yeah, specials on the QR codes. No, that's right. Yeah. 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 Well, no, what's today's special? What do, you, what do you recommend? I'm looking for a, a, a peppery Shiraz to go on my steak. What do you recommend, QR code? Oh, nothing. Because you're an inanimate <laughs> object. <laughs> Leave the service jobs up to the organisms. Exactly. Yes. Um, Station sponsor. And we're back with Fat and Ginger on a Tuesday night. 
Yeah, just here having a little whinge, aren't we? Oh, pretty much. Have a little soak about things. <laughs> just because there's things we don't like in life, we feel it's our duty to point them out because it's what happens when you get old. Well, we've got the microphones. Yeah, we've got a And you're listening platform. to us do it, so... Yeah, well, it probably won't be But I don't, think, I don't think we'd be Robinson Crusoe on the QR code ordering. Thing. No, I don't think we would be, mate. What about this next one, though? I'm All right, so I opened up the mail. I've been away last week. Ooh. I opened up the mail. And, I, you know, when you get the plain white envelope and you go, yeah, that's yeah. never good. No, nah, it's got the window in the front. Yeah, yeah. it's never good. I think it's, it's, it's got to be something I'm not going to like. Yeah. Because anyone that has something that you might like has got their name on the front of it. Yes. So they'll say what company they are. Like when John it's a plain white one. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Plain white one, never good news. Yep. So I opened it up, of course. Police, Victoria. Oh, shit, here we go. So I had a look at it, 360 bucks for wow. and three demerit points. I thought, well, I don't usually speed that much. My nose just grew a little bit when I said that. Uh, and, and had a look, and it said I did 51. No, it got me at 53 in a 40 zone, right? I'd go on. Yeah, I yeah. hate these. Now, I thought, that's unusual that I would do that, but okay, let's have a look at it. And I looked up the photo and it's got my car going through an intersection at King and Latrobe, right? And it said the speed limit was 40. Where's and I looked at the intersection. I thought, well, there's no roadworks around. Why is the speed limit 40? Is, where's that? Uh, in Melbourne somewhere. King and oh, Latrobe. King Latrobe Street in Melbourne. In Melbourne, sorry. yeah. In uh, I thought, well, there's, well, there's no... I can't see any roadworks, which is usually when you see 40. Yeah, that's Slow right. down to 40 for or, roadworks. Or a um, school zone or something. Yeah, so I Googled the... I went to put it into Google Maps oh. to see... Like if I could have a look around to see why it would be 40. And a news article come up about it, right, about that intersection. And when I looked it up, now I'm going to have to find the exact yeah. – uh, 123 people a day get booked at that intersection Holy because mother. they changed the the speed limit to 40 just for the intersection. Sorry. So, yeah. It's what? 60 or 50 or whatever it normally is. Yeah. Right, everywhere else. But as you go through the intersection, they change it to 40. What? Yeah, surely you can't do that. So you're saying, let's say, five metres of road in each direction is 40. That's what it said in the article. And they're getting 123 people a day on average. They're making thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a day, right? Yeah. Because people don't know. I didn't know you could do that. You can't just change it for an intersection, surely. Uh, And you didn't know. Well, there would have been signs. But intersections in Melbourne... You, you you got hook turns to worry about. Yeah, you got, there's a lot going on. Pedestrians. I'm not looking at the speed signs to see they might change it for one little bit. You know what I mean? So the speed limit on Latrobe or King, whichever street you were travelling on, was 60. Well, let's call it. Even if it's 50. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever it is, yeah. I still would have been within the realm. Yeah. But because they change it to 40 just for an intersection and nobody knows. No. Because if you knew, you'd, you'd slow down. But if you put a sign there, you've got cars, you might have a truck parked in front of it. Who knows? No, that's right. So, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I've never heard that before. Well, I've never heard it now until I got booked for it. Yeah. And then when I looked it up, that's what it said. So it went in just pre-COVID, and they're getting that many people a day. And have people been contesting them? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't read Is that far. LJ Massey going to I already have. Them? Yeah. Oh, well, I put in a thing and said, well, you can't do that for one. I said, I'm from Geelong, you know, we drive a horse and cart around we're here. We're simple country folk. Yeah, we're simple country folk, mate. I had me pitchfork in the back of the car with his straw hat. That's it. And, uh, you know, what, what hope have I got? I'm already watching out for hook turns and watching out for pedestrians. You want me to watch speed limits as well? Is it, an, is it a hook turn intersection? I don't know. We can look know. it up. That's easy to find. Yeah, I can't be bothered. No, no, no I, know, I know. It's a lot of work. I've already put in a protest. So, did but, it, but the protest, they give you like, Three sentences. Oh, is that all? Yeah, it's not like you can write a big paragraph or whatever. Yeah, it was, it was an overcast day and yeah. the chill of winter was biting. Yeah. <laughs> the sea was angry that day, my friends. Um, no, it, oh, I don't know. It just seems like it's a bit of a, a, a money-raising exercise. Oh, like, I think it's why do you need to slow down for an intersection that you've got a green light for? I would also suggest that if you're slowing down for the intersection, then the roads feeding into that ex- intersection should be the same speed. Yes, absolutely. If that's what's required for that intersection, then the streets are Then the whole streets are in. It should be that Because you're going to end up with people coming in faster. All right. So here, I found the article, Tim. Yep. The Melbourne speed camera raking in $30,000 a day oh. in fines, right? And it's it's not a 100-kilometre zone. So Latrobe Street and King Street and the CBD has had 11,109 infringement wow. notices in the last three months. 
Holy right, Channel 7 have done a news story on it, right? And it's because it slows down to 40 just before the intersection. It just says here, the Department of Justice have said research shows a pedestrian struck it by a car travelling at 40 kilometres an hour has a greater chance of survival than someone struck at 60 kilometres an hour. That's not the same thing. That's not saying, well, that's why we change it and it works. It's like saying, well, you know, if, you, if, a, if a pedestrian had a helmet, he's more chance of surviving, so we lowered it to 40. That's it's, it's, Who gives a crap? You can't just lower it for an intersection, but if you're going to do it, lower it for all intersections. Well, Not just pick one. Really what should probably happen is the whole of the CBD should be 40. Well, if you're going to do that, that's fine, but you can't change it for one intersection and go, but the sign's there. No, yeah, but you're not looking for a sign no. there, are you? So I anyway. agree. So sorry, say I mean three hundred dollars and three points. It was three hundred and sixty bucks and three points. Wow. So and I know what's gonna happen, mate. I'm gonna get a letter back saying, Yeah, we reviewed it and we think you have to pay it. And that's yeah. it. What are you gonna say? No, Where awesome. do you go? It's either go to court over and what are you gonna say in court? That's right. They're gonna say, Oh, was it forty? You go, Yeah, but I didn't know you well, bad luck, mate. See, See you later. Yeah. And then I'll give up my day to go do that. I spend enough time in court as it is, Tim. <laughs> What's the most dangerous thing that most of us will ever do in our lives? What's that? Drive a car. So does it not make reasonable sense to spend the least amount of time on the road driving that car? Yeah. And you can do that by going faster. And getting where you've got to go. Get where you've and got getting to go. out of your car. So speeding is, in fact, safer. Yes, it is. There's a whole new way. I should have put that in my three sentences oh, geez, come for the speeding fine. Come around and take you away. I think if you did that, <laughs> never drive again. Oh, it's just annoying. Eh? It's 360 oh, bucks, it's, mate. That's that's a day of work that I'm going to do for nothing. Where does it go? That's my question. Oh, who knows? This is And look, if they're getting that much from it, that's so many people that would have complained about this that that's they've just right. ignored yes. and just said, well, bad luck, mate, to each and every one of them. Because everyone would have been like, well, how can you do that? And, well, yeah. bad luck, what are you going to do about yeah, it? Well, yeah, that's it. What that's are you going to do about it? The signs were there. Yeah. It's tough. Bad luck. It's just, you're next. Yeah, I'm next, yeah. <laughs> so my, my wages will probably go to, you know, some coffee and lunch at the state that's department. That's state or, revenue office, yeah. Yeah, I'll pay, for their, party, pay yeah. for their scones <laughs> or something. Oh, lovely. Yeah, get stuffed. And a song. Yeah. And a little bit of the stones there. They're not very satisfied either, Tim. None of us are satisfied tonight. No. I feel like you've been upset. You've come in upset well, with the QR yeah. code fiasco. I'm upset about the speeding fine. Yeah, the food was good, though. Yeah. And now we've got mailbag. That'll always cheer us up, won't it? Everyone right. sits here and just pays us out all the time. So let's might as well hear the jingle going. have it. <laughs> Like abusing someone, now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's mailbag. All right. So uh, you're in charge of the uh, mailbox. Yeah, I've week. got a few this week. I've written down today while you're at the football. Yep. Uh, the first one is probably not going to be happy with us being here on the Sunday oh, night as yeah. opposed to our usual Tuesday yeah. night because Peter hasn't got his uh, I, I didn't write down his last name oh, we don't do last names do we no no, no but he sent in a message on uh, Facebook oh yeah we get it pre-record each week yeah, question mark that's it yeah no he wasn't happy so he wasn't happy that we're doing a pre-record obviously he feels like we're dropping in quality yeah but my argument to this is this like when you're at zero in quality how do you drop any further well, what I would say also in response, and I agree with what you just said, but the old Fat and Ginger show would have just gone, oh, don't bother. Yeah, we, we wouldn't have even turned up. We would just have just said, yeah, stuff and whatever. Yeah. We're trying to do the right thing. Just driving. And Peter's into us, mate. Do Peter. you know who he is? Have yes, you I know exactly who he is. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, who is he? Yeah, he might be from the show before us. Oh, is it? Yeah. Ah, so, so, so yeah. they're actually sitting there going, well, we're looking forward to- um, Interacting with us, perhaps. Or, yeah. Yeah. And, and we're- uh, Constantly we're, disappointed. We're nothing. That's right. Oh, well, um, this will be playing out on Tuesday night. So that was a real shit show you just did, Peter. <laughs> yeah, it was boring as. Nah, I love your music, boys. Nah, we do love you guys. Stuff. We ain't mucking around, you know that. This second one interested me. Yeah. Um, because we haven't heard from this guy for a while. Yeah. Wayne from Mount Mercer. <sighs> yeah, righto. Now, he has written in here. Colourful he's not happy. He's, not, he's never happy these days. I know we're grumpy. And I know we sit here and we have a little bit of a sook and a moan like we just have for the last half an hour. Yeah, but we haven't done time at Her Majesty's Pleasure, if you know what I mean. Well, not yet, anyway. We'll see how we go with this. Yeah. Fine. All right. Have you guys forgotten about me? I was your only listener. Now you've moved to the polls. You're too good for your fan base. Oh. That's from Wayne in Mount Mercer. Jeez, that's no good, Wayne. Sorry to feel that way. Well, now, he has listed his phone number, Tim. 
Has he? Yeah, he's listed his phone number. Oh four two one. Oh, I shouldn't probably. No, read no, that we out. related that to him. Yeah, we won't. Uh, yeah. We should call him. All right. Do you call him? Yeah, we'll call him after mailbag. You got him? Yeah. I'm a bit scared. What's that? I don't know. Well, he just knows. always freaks me out, that guy. He already knows where we are. Yeah, but he, we've got a roller door here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's impenetrable. It's like, All right, it's, let's it, give him a call. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, I don't know. We've got to spark the show. We've been too grumpy. No, no, I agree. But what I was going to say, it's a bit like Made in America at the end when they're trying to find Barry Seal. And I know exactly where he's going to be every Tuesday night at that time. Because that's yeah, that's true. Place. Yeah. Look so this is why we do pre-records. Because yeah. <laughs> they can't find us. Can't find they us. don't know when we're going to be in here. No, that's right. Actually, we're here every Tuesday night from 7.30 to 8.30. <laughs> that's um, right. And my, I changed my name to Peter. That's right. All right. So well, let's give him a call. All right. We'll do that. We'll give him a call. Let's, we'll go through the third one. Yep. Here you guys. This is from Michelle in Belmont. Here you guys are judging some competition is it pies or cakes? Oh, very good. Yeah, so for those who don't know, we were judging a film comp last night. We were, we were. Um, we'll talk about that in a sec. We will. It was a great night. It was a fantastic night. had a ball, but there was a little bit of controversy, wasn't there? Are we yes. allowed to talk about that? Uh, we'll, we could touch on it. Yeah, we'll skirt around it, because it was a great night, and there were some lovely films, and oh, you know, like the bloke who organised it was on our show last week, Karanda. He's a fantastic guy. And, and I love, love the way he just kept calling us the fat and the ginger That's all right. night. So like, you were the ginger, I was the fat. Yeah, yeah. and he was into us all night. He was, like, it was great. But yeah, we'll talk about it in a sec. Yeah. Thank you, Michelle. Um, is it pies or cakes when you're well, judging you, a cadet? My question back to her is, what do you got? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what would you? Have? No, it's all the old James Dean line, isn't it? Yeah, you know, what are you? What are you judging? <laughs> what, are what, you do, what do you got? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, I'm happy to judge either. Pies yeah, or cakes? Right. Yeah, vanilla slices, any yeah. sort of baked. Do you reckon Michelle would be any good at baking those things, or do you think she'd be cooking up something else in the kitchen? Uh, perhaps I don't know. Belmont probably yeah, not. meth. Yeah, well, that's what yeah. you're right. Yeah, I hope for her sake it's cakes because she wouldn't be able to bite into a pie with teeth like that. Uh, so no, thanks, good. Michelle, for writing in. Nice. Um, just make sure that all those spoons yeah, go right. back in the drawer yeah, when you finish with them. Right. Give them a good clean, a good scrub. That's it. Appreciate that. Look, I'm going to play something now um, that you're not going to like, Tim. Ah, uh, good. Because I, I did sort of put a bit of time into the music today. Mm. There's a new band, The Smile, two former re- members of Radiohead. That's what Queen was called before they became Queen. They're called Smile. Were they? Mm. Okay. Uh, well, they must have pinched their name yeah, or something. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, sorry, Karen. So, um, anyway, this is a song I quite like called Free in the Knowledge. And while we're doing this, we'll see if we can get Wayne from our personal line. All right, mate. Should we do that? Beautiful. So what do you think of that, Tim? That was the smile. That was um, Tom York and Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead and some other drummer. I just drifted off for a bit. Did you? You had a little sleep, didn't you? Oh, shit. So <laughs> you didn't like it at all. Nah, all right. There's a bloke in the next booth playing classical music. I think you started listening to him on the headphones. Nah, look, even that's probably a bit much for me. So, yeah, fair enough. All right, so let's... Uh, let's, we... let's, let's try Wayne. I've got his number here. 0421. Hang on. So... Right. I won't read his old number out. I'll just... Yeah, have a look at that. Right. Got it, yep. Got Let's it? give it a try. All right, just try it. Here we are. We're ringing uh, Wayne from Mount Mercer. Now, for those who don't know who Wayne from Mount Mercer is, on our Ballarat days on The Voice FM, he used to ring in, or he rang in once, and uh, he used to he used to abuse us a little, didn't he? But he was quite playful. I know he's a Cats fan. Is that going through? I think so. Uh, are you there, Wayne? Please leave me a message or if possible... Hang up and try again. Give me a text. No luck, Tim. We can't get a hold of him. We'll try again later. We'll try again later. I wonder what he's doing. He's probably... Sharpening his knives. Yeah, he'd be doing something like that, wouldn't he? Out of the block there. Yeah. In front of the fire. Trying to set up a trap or something. Yeah, that's right. Digging a pit. the perimeter. Yeah. Yeah, with all the the string with with, um, cans on it so we can hear him rattle. That's it. We should probably talk about our weekend a bit. Yeah, well, let's talk about uh, Saturday night. Now, we don't have a forced night out tonight. No, we, we got... Because um, we've got tickets that are outstanding, so hopefully... When's yours? Uh, next Sunday. Next Sunday. So you, we'll be able to talk about yours next, next week. week. Yep. I can't remember when Live mine was. Live on air. I don't know when mine was. When uh, my tickets? I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. But it's, it's... it's. Oh, mine's on Thursday the 14th. Yeah, so not next Thursday, Thursday after. Yeah, I'm, I'm a couple of weeks away, yeah. so... But there, look, because we, we don't have anything, this wasn't really a force night out because we were, enjoyed being there last Very night. Much. But we had a, a film competition called Co-Video 2021. Yep. So it was a film comp uh, for local filmmakers to uh, create something uh, to do with COVID, 
to do with lockdowns. Yep. And they there was a couple of there's about nine films or eight films in competition, wasn't there? Eight. Yeah. For the audience that could could vote for nine. But the reason we couldn't is that one of the person on the judging panel, there was four of us, That's right. uh, was, was one of the filmmakers of That's that. That's right, yeah. Or made that film, the ninth film. And that was probably the best one of the it nine. Was, yeah. um, and we couldn't vote for it. So, no. But a great nine, wasn't it? It was. It, it, look, you know, it's always... Well, it's a funny old thing that we did. The, we did a gig on Friday night as well on yeah, our LGF yeah, comedy gigs. Oh yeah, tell, we'll talk about that. Yeah. You know, so, it went very well, didn't it? It was. Oh, it's a great night. We had about 150 people in. Yeah, uh, everyone had ran out of booze. Ran out of booze. First time, great time. Ran out of booze. Um, and you know, they laughed freely. They interacted with Dave O'Neill, our headline. It was a great night, right? On the Saturday night, to then do comedy in front of about 70 people in a brightly lit room. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, the best thing about it, though, for me, because I got up, did like five minutes of stand-up and that, and it was yeah. hard because it was a brightly lit room. Got a few laughs. I got a couple of laughs, but uh, a lot of people looked at me blankly as well, um, which I'm used to. But, uh, but when it was your turn, so you were going to come up later, yeah, right? Yeah. And it, he said, well, I'm going to bring up the fat. The he kept fat. calling you the fat. That's right, yeah. I'm going to bring up the fat now. But instead of doing five minutes of stand-up, he called you up to give a, a hilarious summation of the films we just yeah. saw. You've got to remember, too, what, listeners, what we should probably explain is that some of these films were fairly confronting and dealt with some fairly yeah, serious Yeah, there was, there was you know, suicide. There was suicide, mental yeah. health issues, isolation. Lots of mental health issues. Yeah. And none of them were fa- – one was supposed to be a bit funny. That's what the, the first rest one. Of them, first or second one. The rest of them were all dark. Very serious. And you go, so Tim's going to come up. Oh, sorry, the fat's going to come up now. And he's going to give a hilarious summation of the film. You've looked and gone, am I? This wasn't discussed before. He's saying this as I'm walking up the front. So, yeah, but it was a good night. But then the the issue for me too was, and I'm not sure how much of this we're allowed to say, are we letting people behind the curtain? Well, yeah, because... We were treated very, very well last night. Oh, absolutely, and right. and lovely people. And I'm, oh, look, we did have a ball. I took my daughter. She loved yeah, it. Yeah, she had a good time. Um, we saw some good films. But at the end, there was a bit of controversy, wasn't there? There was a little bit. A I, little I, bit. I, th- I thought it was, anyway. Yeah, because we went out as a judging panel, and, there was, and we chose a film that we thought was outstanding above the rest. That's right. And there was three, because we were judging as one entity, weren't we? Yes. So there was, our yeah, vote counted as one. As one, and then there was two other judges. And everyone picked the same film yes. to win. Quickly, too. Yeah, very quickly. We didn't yeah. even worry about a top three or top five. Yeah. We all realised that we wanted the same film and said, well, that's the winner. Yeah. So where did it go from there, Tim? Well, then we came back out, and things were happening while we were out deliberating. Yeah, they had the audience award. Audience, and this film won the audience award. And so we weren't allowed to, to give the give it to, to that, that because the same film would have won twice. twice. But then my thoughts were, well, if it's that good, shouldn't it win twice, shouldn't it or, twice, or shouldn't the the audience award, whoever comes second, yeah. get the audience award? Yeah, but it didn't work out that way. No, it didn't. But that's so, probably all we should say on that front, I reckon. And, and the other thing is too, that's a very small, minute thing. Yeah. The other thing I felt sorry for you is you won the raffle and you couldn't win it because you picked it out. I know. So I got asked to. They asked people. So all the judges had to go up and pick some of the raffle out. And uh, I think Luke, you bought some tickets. I bought some tickets. And anyway, my tickets. I picked out, you know, that ticket, and it was mine. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. And so, yeah, I put it, had to put it back in and I uh, got raffled off and someone else won it. So Yeah, and they were wrapped. They were wrapped. And they yeah. go, do you want to donate it back? I said, no, nah, no, we'll keep it. Yeah, <laughs> we're fine. Right. Well, the same guy won about three things, didn't he? Yeah. The guy sitting behind us on the right, yeah, he was having a right but, on but, but that started with your prize. What That's was it that you would have got? Oh, it was a Google Nest or something. Yeah, but so, worth a bit. Are they? Yeah. yeah. I've already got one. Have you? I would have liked one. Well, yeah. would you? What I should have done, because I was sitting there and I saw yeah, it was your raft to go, I should have swapped it. You know and gone, oh, yes, I won. But I yeah. didn't think that quick. Because even that would look dodgy, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Look, it, it was a great night. We really had a good time. And uh, thank you, Coranda, for organising oh, it and mate. for having us yes. in. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be happy to uh, help out next time as well, I think. Absolutely. Let's have uh, some songs and some sponsors. Let's have a song. Look, what, during the break, let's see if we can get a hold of Wayne. All right. Well, that was Robbie Williams with Sexed Up Tim. Um, you know, he'll be at the grand final this year, which is exciting news. Yeah, very exciting. But we have more exciting news, don't we? We have a very exciting We have news. managed to get, I'm a little bit scared, yeah. but we have managed to get Wayne from Mount Mercer on the line. And we get to chat to him live on air. Are you there, Wayne? Yeah, boys. This is Wayne O from Mount Mercer. Hello, Wayne. How are you, mate? Long time no speak. 
Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's been a bit of a yeah, a bit of a bit of a battle for Wayno in 2022, but you know, is that COVID related, mate, or so COVID? Yeah, not quite. Just you know, just had to go and have a you know. You, you've heard of Airbnb? Well, yeah, I had to go and stay at an Airbnb for a while, but you know, yeah, I uh, couldn't give it a five star rating, but. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, was uh, was that any truth to the rumour that you were in the Acacia unit at Barham Prison, mate? Well, yeah, look, I sort of, it's a little bit embarrassing, so I can't really, you know, deny it or agree to it. But, yeah, look, you know, I had to get put away for a little bit. And, yeah, I can assure you it's not a real great place to go for a holiday. But, hey, I got fed three times a day, so, you know, it's been pretty good. Excellent, mate. What did you do for the other three meals? Oh, I just snacked. <laughs> I won't ask what on. What was so, it? Oh, you go, Luke. No, no. What, what, can you tell us what you're in for, Wayne? <laughs> no, I, well, I'm in for somebody asking about my past, and then it got a bit, uh, yeah, it got a little bit violent, and then uh, yeah, I had to go and see a judge, and the judge sort of, yeah, he sort of said that Wayne, oh, that that uh, that behaviour is not appropriate, and uh, yeah, he put me away for six months. Would would, would it be a problem though? The judge knew you by name. You know, had you seen this judge before under another matter? <laughs> Tim and I are judges now. Did you know that? You can hire judges. No, Tim and I are judges. We judged a film competition last night. Oh, right. Did you wear a big crazy wig? No, we didn't, mate. No, 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 no. Next time. Yeah, yeah, that's a good be. idea. Then, then we wouldn't get called the ginger and the now, fat. What I want to know is on in The Sopranos, they talk about making grilled cheese sandwiches using a radiator and an iron and a brown paper bag. Did you do that? Certainly did. They were tasty sandwiches, but uh, every now and again we'd, uh, if it, uh, yeah, we put a bit of peanut butter down behind the bed, and uh, yeah, we'd catch a mouse or a rat, we'd stick them in the grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> oh my God, Jeez, they were good. Things were grim, and, and where are you now, Wayno? Oh, I'm at, back, back out at Mount Mercer, mate, at the Merce. You know, you, you ever been? It's up near the Rat, Ballarat. Uh, I've heard of it. Uh, I think I've had the pleasure once or twice of being in that area. Obviously not within, you know, five kilometres of, you know, anyone's property. Um, uh, what do you do out there on the block? Oh, you know, just a bit of uh, panning for gold and, uh, yeah, you know, and growing a few tomatoes and, uh, yeah, chopping a bit of wood. What, so, what else do you grow out there, Wayne? Uh, mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> Are you sure that's not what you went away for? Mushrooms? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm no longer vegetarian. I was, yeah, yeah. A bit of sheep hustling, you know. I, I like a bit of lamb, a bit of beef. Excellent, yeah, no, fair enough, excellent. Fair well, it's nice to hear from you, mate. We just thought we touched base because you got you always get stuck into us, Wayne. It's almost like you don't like us, but you still listen. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought I was that point oh one percent that actually listened. I used to like point into you guys. Don't think it was that many people. Yeah, yeah I think you're yeah. losing a few zeros here. Well, but, what? Um, there you go, mate. Just. Before we go, what about those mighty catters? I went down oh. to G Town last night, saw the cats. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we missed it. We, I was uh, I was here at the film comp, but I did watch the replay when I got home till about one in the morning, and um, yeah, we just uh, soldiered on, didn't we, Wayne? Is that um, I, I missed last week's game? I yeah, I don't know. There was no, I didn't have enough fuel for the Jenny, so I didn't have the TV on. But oh, the yeah, game no, last sorry, week, mate. That's all the we last week. Thanks very much. We'll catch you later, Wayne. Bye, bye, mate. <laughs> all right. Sorry, I always dropped out there. So. Uh, you don't yeah, want to talk about it, do you? Yeah, yeah. I think you should have a song and some sponsorships. Yeah. Hey, uh, last week was a bit of a footy-based thing. It was. One of my daughter's friends, yes. uh, my daughter was saying, she saw, actually, she helped us out the other night. She was one of the waitresses. Yeah. And she saw your T-shirt, Fat and Ginger, and she yeah. goes, oh, listen to that. They just talk about footy all the time. On one show. Well, she must just listen to that one yeah. show. So maybe we were footy eccentric last week, so we won't do that again this week. We'll but put on her for downloading. <laughs> nice to hear from uh, Wayno from yeah. Mount Mercy. Yeah, he's, he's still alive. That's a good thing. Yeah. yeah not any smarter than no, he was. No, that's right. No, but he's doing well. Yeah. All right, let's have uh, let's have a song. Okay. Station sponsor. Don't believe the hype. That's. Actually, crap. Yeah, it's time for that scrap here on Fat and Ginger. One of my favourite segments of the week. And can I start? Yeah, yeah. how are you going to put in this show that we're doing now? <laughs> I'll tell you what, it could probably win a thing. But no, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Yeah, okay. And I, I think our legions of fans will be happy that we've put in the effort on a Sunday night. We just spoke to him and he's not that happy. <laughs> so. uh, anyway, a couple of weeks ago, I had occasion to go to a function where there was a, a variety of artists 
performing. And one type of artist, which I wasn't aware of up until very recently. Mm. Uh, and they were there last night too. The ones last night weren't too bad. Oh, they were fantastic. But but really, I, yeah, the one you told me last couple yeah, of weeks ago about those other ones. Spoken word artists. Yeah. yeah. What so, is that? Well, look, I, I didn't even know they were a thing. And yeah. you told me about them a few weeks ago yeah. and said they were terrible. Yeah. And then last night we had a couple that weren't too bad because no. they made it a little bit fun, a little bit like... Uh, a lot of poets, really. Like, they yeah. were reading poetry, weren't they? Yeah, well, last night they were. Yeah. But, yeah, I, you, you tell the story. No, okay, so the one I saw was, uh, several weeks back, was a 45-minute dialogue about... I can't even remember what it was about. Well, I can remember, but I'm not going to say it on air. So it was a 45-minute dialogue about a pretty unhappy topic, and it just went on and on and on. And it was all delivered by these two people in a monotone thing about these most horrific things. And the whole audience is just there, just, what's going on? Sharp objects had to be hidden from people. And, like, <laughs> you don't think 45 minutes is that long, do you? No, you wouldn't have thought so. Oh, it's an awfully long time. But, yeah, I can imagine, yeah, something like that. Oh. I mean, two episodes of Seinfeld goes like a breeze. Is that, would that fit inside 45 minutes? Yeah, well, they're about 22 each. With, without ads in them? Without ads, yeah. Yeah, correct. That, so, that's short. Yeah. I never knew So, uh, two episodes of Seinfeld goes real quick. And the, the fact that you've sort of, here's a word, juxtapositioned one of the greatest comedies of all time with this stuff that I saw. Yeah. It just sort of, it sort of brings in a harsher relief just how bad this was. Well, look, look, I said, I, I, I can't compare because I wasn't there, but I did see the two last night, right? And they, they were good. I thought they were great. I, yeah. I, I watched them, but... but what I did think was, we should be doing that yeah. because we we're sort of like that with it, but we have to make people laugh. That's right. And if that's a profession where you could just get up there and talk, and you don't have to make that's people right. laugh, you that's just have to bit. listen, then that would be so much easier, wouldn't it? Because humour is so wildly subjective. Yeah. Like yeah. what I find, <laughs> what I find funny, well, I mean, nearly dying on air. Mm-hmm. A hundred other people. Not. Should I be in a room with you right now? Yeah, I know. Are you gonna, am I going to nah, catch anything? Yeah. Oh well. I was going to, I would have done it by now. Yeah, yeah, that's all right over this weekend. Mm. But no, like, you know, whereas if you just say, I'm going to read out this poem, you know, take it as you want it, you know, spoken word art, how easy is that? Yeah, well, that's that's pretty much what we do half the time, isn't it? That's right. Like you said the other day about all you have to say to make it a poem is say that it's a poem. It's a poem. Yeah, that's from a quote from Idiot Box. Yeah. That was a great oh, Aussie it. film from the 90s. That's and right. And he had a poem. Um, what do you say? You're an idiot. I hate you. You're an idiot. You shoot me to tears. I'm going to the pub. Beautiful. And that was just how he Beautiful. felt at the time. Because I could make one up saying microphone, stand, desk, door. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's about the journey of life, isn't it? Well, it's more about things you see right yeah, now. Yeah, more about things I just yeah, saw, yeah. Yeah, that's things right. that are right in front of me. That's right. It's Literally. about the immediacy there's of no, stimulus. There's no <laughs> hidden meaning behind it. But yeah, no, it would be good to be a spoken artist. I, I just don't know what sort of gigs you'd be looking for generally. It can't be highly paid. Well, I don't know. Like, is it a profession? Like, would, would they have a profession? Like, you know how, like, we're not paid comedians to do it professionally but there are we have to have another job yes yes. but there are people who just do it professionally yes would there be any spoken word artists who that's what they do and there's no other income i'm happy to take that on as research for next week all right here we go we'll find out hey speaking of research too we had something else happen remember a couple of weeks ago you said how we're like ginger damas Uh we say it and things come true Uh another thing Uh, the footy tickets on the mobile phones that's right we said how crap they are gone gone yeah yeah if i listened I was so, on the footy today, and do you know what the most important part of my day was? What? Making phone, my phone was, phone was on its brightest possible setting. And <laughs> <laughs> I scanned my tickets as I went in. That's ridiculous, isn't it? That's oh, weird. So stupid. Weird. But anyway, um, so, yeah, all right, that's crap. I'll Thank give you. you that. All right, what do you got? Oh, actually, should we give that as, that's crap? Because we had we'll a couple get, of good ones last we'll night. give it partial, that's crap. A partial one. Some of them. Some of them. Some of them, not all nice, of them. Nice, nice. Okay, fair enough. We got out of that well. Yep. All right, uh, I've got Uber. Ooh. Now, Uber, look, I, I, I like Uber. Go on. Uh, but there's a th- few things that are starting to annoy me about them. Yeah. So the first one is this. Taxis at the moment are, are becoming obsolete. And they become obsolete for a reason, Tim. I was in Adelaide the other day, right? Yeah. I was running late for an appointment. and You were? Yeah. Get out. You wouldn't believe it, would you? Nah. No, I was, sorry, I was on time when I got down to uh, the bottom of the hotel. Yeah. And I said, can you please call me a taxi? Yep. And they said, yep, no worries. And 50 minutes, Tim, I stood there in the middle of Adelaide. What time of day was it? Oh, 8.30 in the morning. It was 10 past eight. I had to be there at nine. I got out there at 10 past eight. 
and it was about 30, 40 minutes to the place I had to yep. go to. And I thought, oh, I've got plenty of time. Yep. I ended up being half an hour late, mate. It's serious. 50, 50, minutes, 50 minutes I waited, and it still didn't turn up. I, I called an Uber at that point in the wow. morning yeah. at, when there should be hopes of them around. Yeah. yeah. I called an Uber, and an Uber was there within two or three minutes. Yep. So, you know, why put them in that crap, you ask? Mm, I okay. Well, I'm glad you asked me, Tim. So, this is the reason. There is nobody who works there. If you want to contact Uber, you have no chance, my friend. There, there are, There's no one there. So let me give you a scenario. Yeah. I leave my phone in an Uber. Yes. How do I go back and get my phone back? Wow, good luck to you. Really? Now, I that happened to me a yeah. few weeks back yeah. in a, uh, was it in an Uber? No, I think it was just a taxi. I rang the taxi company, I got it back, right? Yeah. Um, well, my dad did. I had to call him my messenger from my, from my laptop. Nice. Um, but like in an Uber, you've got, so I had a couple of complaints to make. Yep. The first one was driving through Sydney yep. a few weeks back, right? I was 20 minutes in the Uber. 20 minutes, Tim. Yep. It picked me up. It drove me 20 minutes, and I got out. I timed it. <coughs> Do you know how much that cost, Tim? Go on. $104. Whoa. $104. 20 minutes. Dollars. Now, I did go across the Sydney Harbour Bridge. I don't know if you have to pay extra for that. Oh, there'd be tolls, but not, geez, not that much. I don't think there's a toll. I didn't see any tolls. Okay. It's just a normal bridge. It's like going across the Westgate, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, sure. But I couldn't believe it. But even if you factored in tolls to that price... Yeah. It's still massive. It's again. still crazy, right? But who do you complain to? There's no one to complain to. Now, there was another situation. This is going back a little while now where myself and my ex-wife were at a party, mm. right? It was a, a big celebration, yep. a big 40th type thing. Dress up. Everyone was in a good mood. Couldn't get a taxi for the life. It's called an Uber. Yeah. Right? Uber rocks up. The driver, I had a, a, they were serving beers by the keg. In a cup. Yep. I had half a cup of beer still. I thought, I'll just have that for the way yep. home, like you do. The yep. driver said, no, nah, you're not bringing alcohol into my car. Yep. I said, oh, really, mate? He goes, yep. no, nah, you're not. I go, okay, fair enough. And that's his prerogative. That's his car. I opened the door. I tipped it out. Right? Everything's good, right? He cracked the shits. Absolutely cracked the shits. Kicked us out of his Uber. Well, hang on, why? Because, I don't know. I did what he said. So, sorry, you're in the cab. Sorry, in the I was Uber. in the car. Shut the door. With, with your beer. He goes, no beer. He goes, no beer. So, I opened the door, leaned tipped it, it like, tipped it outside. Crack the shit, kicked us out of his Uber. Right, oh, mate, no worries. So we called another one, right? It rocked up, took us two suburbs away. Seven minutes we're in the car for, $56. Jesus. Right? Yeah. Now, then the first guy, I got charged 10 bucks for him too for coming out, yeah. even though he kicked us out. Cost me 66 bucks to go two suburbs over. I was in it for seven minutes. I rang up Uber to complain because I also got a bad rating because of it. Yeah. The bloke gave me bad rating. And I rang up Uber to complain and there's no one to talk to. They don't, a, there's no one there. They don't exist. There's not a phone number? There's no phone number. There's a complaints thing where you can write a message. I wrote it and never heard back. It's a good business model. Well, it, it annoys me. I reckon it's, this is the, the first indication of the Terminator movie. Coming true, Go the on. computer's taking over. Yeah. I think it was started by a computer who deals with people, yeah. and nobody even knows who's there. That's no, what I, 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 I believe that. So you're saying that the major shareholder of Uber is actually a machine? I think it's the Terminators. And, no, they're and, to, and they've seen the film. Yep. They realise that we always have someone sent back to combat them. Yep. So they thought, we'll just infiltrate slowly this time. Just we won't send Arnie. Yep. Yeah, we'll just send an Uber. <laughs> so let's see. Let's see if my prediction comes true. Uh, let's have a song and talk to Chris Young. Okay. Oh, what a great song that was. Silverchair, all the way back to whenever they put that out with Straight Lines. 94. 94? No. It's about 2010 or something. Like <laughs> you are way off. Uh, I have not got my finger on the pulse. No, not here at the pulse. You don't? No. Straight no. Yeah, now, we, someone who may have their finger uh, on the pulse has joined us now. Yes, yeah. And I'm very interested to talk to this bloke uh, about you, actually. Yeah. yeah uh, among the many things I'm really keen to talk to him about is, yeah. is you as a young bloke. Yeah, I was and a just, stylish, just, stylish debonair young There's got to be a reason for how you've turned out, and I want to find out what it is. All right. Let's so, so, see if we can delve right into it and let's give it up for Mr. Chris Young. That's it. G'day Chris. Hey, g'day. How you going? Good. you like your applause you're getting? Oh, the crowd numbers are up. They are, yeah, absolutely. And we don't know how to stop it, so you're going to get 30 seconds of applause there. So. No, I know how to fade it now, Chris. How are you, mate? 
Yeah, good Luke stuff. What did you do to Tim at the footy today, mate? He's come down. He's look. He sounds like he's crook. Either he's been yelling out, or his his throat's been coated with something. Oh, we we weren't giving it to the umpire. Yeah. So you know. He deserved it. Oh, that's yeah. right. I was suggesting that the application of the holding the ball rule was uh, was inconsistent at best. Yeah. Is, oh. that, is that how you saw it, Chris? Yeah, no. Nah, I was shouting louder than Tim. He was, actually. I wasn't even a Richmond fan. Oh, really? I did. He did send me a picture. You were right next to the uh, Richmond cheer squad there. I'm pretty uh, sure you could have got in. Pretty sure. <laughs> because I know that uh, the prerequisite there is that your weight has to be higher than your IQ. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, Chris, you're uh, down for the weekend. Where do you hail from? Well, I live right now in Sydney, in a suburb called Warunga, which I can never pronounce properly, but it's in the far northern suburbs of Sydney. Lots of trees and currently lots of rain. Mate, yeah. I, if, if I live there, I'd have to move just because I can't pronounce it. No, that's right. I know, no, it's a weird one. It's W-A-H. And then Runga. But anyway, well, there, there, right? yeah. nice place. And have they fixed that nightmare of driving up that Pennant Hills Road? Is there a tunnel now? Yeah, there's a, they duplicated Pennant Hills Road with a tunnel. So Fantastic. Happy. Eight bucks and avoid the traffic lights. Happy day. Oh, we got a question for you being a Sydney sider. Do you have to pay tolls when you cross the Sydney Harbour Bridge? Yes. There we go. There you go. It's not uh, like... Uh, no, that's such a good question. I could be wrong. Actually, don't quote me on that. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. I'm running. I'm scrubbing out of the quote. You, you, you know, we're not exactly like a factual <laughs> organisation here, mate. You can just say what you want, and no one's going to argue with you. You can say yes. You got to. You got to give them three chickens and a and a ham That's every right. time you cross, and we'll just go. Geez, I'll have to go get some ham. Unless you know the secret handshake. Yeah. What, what? You have to spend a lot on tolls to live in Sydney if you want to drive anywhere fast. So. I imagine you would, mate. Now your uh, brother was with him here. Uh, your older brother, is that correct? Sorry, say that again, Luke. Your, your Tim's older brother? Uh, well, one of two older brothers. Yeah, one of two older brothers. He was the last middle one to brother. come out. Yeah, so Chris is the middle brother, and John, who lives in both, is the oldest. Yep. Well, I'm glad there was, n- there was no one following Tim was there, because they would have literally fallen out after oh. Tim, fa- that head sort of passed through <laughs> everything. That there would have been like bungee jumping, I think. So, well... What was Tim like as a child, mate? He has told me a couple of stories, first of all. Uh, there was one where you guys didn't have any cricket stumps, so you made him the cricket stumps. Uh, <laughs> it depends which part of Tim's childhood you speak about, but Tim was a very cute toddler, and people liked him. He uh, had a big blonde head of hair. He wasn't ginger then, or fat yet. And, uh, yeah, we had I'll one particular trip. Dad, Dad was an academic, and we spent, we were very lucky in a way to spend best part of a year driving across America while Dad did different um, research and stuff and everywhere we went my dad got the shits because everyone gave Tim free stuff like oh isn't he cute he's so cute and then he'd open his mouth and go g'day mate and they loved it what oh, I'm free slurpees free pizzas yep that's it that's it. And that set him on the path to, to gingerness and fatness. Well, I remember, and I think we went to um, Mexico at one stage too, didn't we? And I think the yeah. same thing happened there as well. <laughs> yeah, what'd you get given there? Like I don't tacos know. Food, or... food poisoning, I think. So, <laughs> Salmonella. I do remember I had a habit of using the toilet in everywhere we went, though, as well, as a four-year-old. It's funny the things you remember as a very young kid. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, and the one thing I remember, which I've got a photo of, is the interest rate in Mexico on the day we visited, which sounds like a sad fact, it was about 27%. Is that the one of us standing in front of the billboard? Yeah, yeah, that's why Mum and and Dad took it, because it was just this ridiculous... Yeah, can you send that to me? Because I've told people about that picture and they don't believe it. What was it, sorry? So what it is, is it says, I think the sign says, we will borrow your money at... Like a, a building society offering their products. Yeah. And it says, we will borrow your money at... It's about 32%. Yeah, it's high. Yeah, it's high. What? So you give them so I'll give 100 them bucks. Yeah, and you'll get 132 bucks back in a year. Really? Yeah, but but this is what happened with Pyramid, is he can't be offering... You borrow that. money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be offering those sorts of, sorts of returns without doing something really shady. Really dodgy. And, 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 and I imagine that in Mexico there wouldn't be much nah, shady going on back nah, then, would there? It's all legit. No, what's that narco show? What's that about? I haven't seen that yet. No, no, come on. I've seen the Mexican one. I've only seen the Colombian one. Yeah, there's a Mexican one as well, mate, which probably behind those signs, I'd say. They were trying to look at ways to launder, so that would have been a good way for them. Um, Anyway, enough about me. 
enough about me. Oh, we, we, know, we haven't even started. We haven't even scratched the surface of that noggin yet. <laughs> so. uh, and then well, one thing Tim probably doesn't show off to you about Luke was he was actually a prefect at Melbourne Grammar School. A prefect? But, What's that mean? And his only motivation for doing that is so every day the prefects had to call the roll at each house and for a whole year, Witherby House at Melbourne Grammar had to hear Tim get to his surname and go, Young, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's me. You know, you know, off the twelfth man when he calls a roll, he gets Richie. Ah, oh, right, that's me. Remember that bit on one of those? Yeah, because Young was the last name on the roll, right? As it was all the time. Oh, and you had to call the, the roll. Yeah. So you did that every day. Every day. For every you. day for. Oh my god. Young. Yeah. Ah, right, that's me. Thanks very much. Damn, how many laughs did you get? <laughs> Zero. But Zero. That's not important. You got to commit to the joke, and I love yeah, it. Yeah. So you committed every day. Did you get picked on a lot, Tim? Oh. No, because I was a prefect. Oh, so they couldn't touch you. <laughs> no. Yeah. The other thing which he may not admit to you, Luke, is at some stage in the year, maybe nine or ten, he caught this disease called rugby union. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's still suffering it from it now, mate. The rugby or something, Wait, Tim? What's that? Sorry. Were you captain of rugby as well? No, I wasn't. No, I never reached those lofty heights. No, no. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, well, he but... couldn't get his arms deep enough, mate. No. I'll... But uh, <laughs> it, was, it was funny, last night we were at this film comp and I was whinging to him about how I'm missing out on Geelong for this, like Geelong game, which was down the road. You could see the lights from the top of the library. Yeah. And Tim goes, oh, tell me about it, mate. There was three rugby games on tonight. There was France versus Somalia and Botswana versus Fiji and all, like, just reeled off these. I go, who gives a crap, mate? See those lights over there? That's what I'm missing. You're missing three bum sniffing games that you probably there could easily people. catch up on on gay porn. Really? Is that a best I'm saying it's it's crap, mate. It's crap. Rugby union is crap. Nobody watches it. I've been to state to state. Nobody watches it. No one cares about league. it. Yeah, no one cares about rugby union. No, mate. So first things first. Let's separate rugby league from rugby union very quickly. Right. They're completely different. Exactly. Yeah. Leagues. Are, I can watch league. <laughs> That's because you're a simple man. It's a simple <laughs> game. <laughs> well, Rugby's a bit more complex, a bit more nuanced. Okay. Yeah, well. well it's like a worldwide game. You go to any country in the world pretty much and say you play or like Rugby Union, you'll have a group of friends. It's yeah, fantastic. okay. Yeah. And they what, give you free stuff? No, you just got friends. It's great. Yeah, you would okay. know. If you, went to, if you went to England, right, and you yeah. said, oh, I'll play Rugby Union, yep, great. Or you play. It's the same as saying you play soccer. Say that anywhere in the world. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think so. You... You're an idiot. But that's all right. You keep telling yourself that, mate. Now, um, you've uh, you've had a couple of ups and downs over the years, Chris, haven't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, obviously, you know, being brothers with Tim is one of the great pleasures ups. of your life, yeah, the right. ups. Uh, but you, you've had a couple of downs too, mate. And uh, I, I might let Tim take over this part because I'm not sure. I, I've heard him say a couple of funny things over the years no, when, no. He's, when he's <laughs> having, a, having a laugh with you. But I sort of look at him and go, Tim, you can't say that, mate. He goes, oh, I say it all the time. Yeah, so right. I might let him take over. So, Chris. All right, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm backing right away now. So um, I can't remember when it was. It was 2012, wasn't it? August. Yeah, it's coming up for 10 years. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, and so just want to tell listeners, I suppose, and I know you've probably told this a million times, but just the brief couple of lines about what happened or the series of events that led to what eventually happened. Yeah, it's, and it's, um, I remember waking up on a Wednesday morning in August with um, my teeth shivering, chattering, whatever the right expression, yeah, yeah. and just feeling really cold. And, and so I felt pretty quick when I woke up and went to the doctors on the Thursday um, after taking a day off, and she said I had flu and um, gave me some medicine and said, you're going to have to have a few days off from work. Um, then by Saturday night, I developed this really bad pain in my left leg, um, which I didn't understand. So I went into hospital um, just with the sole intention of getting some better pain relief because the paracetamol I was taking wasn't doing any good. Um, and then, uh, yeah, well, you know the rest. By uh, Monday morning, I had to have an emergency fasciotomy um, on my left leg. Yep. Um, and I was basically getting treatment for... Um, uh, in streptococcal A infection and went into septic shock um, as it's known with multi-organ dysfunction and uh, a few other conditions and basically uh, most of the organs in my body failed except my heart and my brain luckily yeah. and I was in a coma for two and a half weeks. 
You were? Ah, uh, man. <clears throat> you know better than me, probably, Tim, what happened in the past few days. I was off in La La Land. But you were? We watched the Olympics um, together. I remember that. Yeah. That was um, the only time he beat you at chess. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I got the call. I remember getting the call. I think it was a Monday morning that I got the call. Yeah. I was up in Nullumboy, and I got the call that I needed to get to Sydney that day and because um, you weren't expected to live. And, you know, they were saying you to come and say goodbye to your brother because he's about to die. And like when you're in, like... That's pretty scary, so... You know, it's very scary, and especially when you're in uh, Nullumboy or Gove. You're a long way from anywhere. So to mm. get out of there, there's only one flight in and out every day, each way. So it leaves first thing in the morning or late, late at night. So you, it's not like here where you can hop on a flight to Sydney in an hour's time. Mm. You've got to wait, and then you've got to get a connecting flight from Cairns back down to Melbourne. So it takes a day to get home. and Or, or to Sydney, sorry. Um, and so, yeah, so I got the call, and, you know, it was all got to get here. So I, I got there as quick as I could, and... Um, it was very confronting, you know, Chris was there with, I think, do we count the machines? It was a dozen or 13 or 14? <laughs> yeah. I think so. And, um, but the thing that I remember about the whole, the whole episode that time was how great the staff were. The staff were incredible. The, the guy who ran, he wasn't actually a nurse, I don't think, but the guy who ran the ward, and I'm ashamed to say I've forgotten his name. Yeah. But he was a big music fan, wasn't he? And I think... Yeah. Once he ended got, up playing drums at my 40th birthday yeah. party. Oh, heck, yeah. who's that? Yeah, uh, but he was he was so nice, and you know I spent a lot of time waiting in that intensive care waiting room, watching you know I don't know fencing or whatever in the Olympics, and he was just so uh, welcoming, and just to watch the nurses as well, you know, overworked, underpaid nurses mm, looking after the most, they all? looking after the most vulnerable of people. And, so, um, so Chris, do, do we know what caused it? Was it just a no? No, no one knows. There's um. Not many stats on that condition in Australia, but about 900 to 1,000 people get it in America each year, and it's called severe streptococcal A infection, um, and it's got about a 65 to 70% mortality rate usually. Um, but there's quite a few of us around Australia missing body parts as a result, um, yep. and, and I follow a few guys on Facebook from the UK. One guy's always climbing up and down mountains on these stubs. <laughs> He's got some... Wow. Had to have his feet, there, his legs, and his arms amputated. So, yep. yeah, and, and so I guess that was the next stage. Was that um, I woke up first. Of all, I was shocked to see Tim there, which was nice. And, uh, as, as it became apparent, when you come out of a coma, it's really confusing. Like you just don't know. <laughs> yeah. no, it is. It's confusing. You just don't know um, no, what's no. going on. No, that, yeah. that that was very apparent, Chris. When I was there, you were very confused. <laughs> And then, uh, but anyway, so once I got to grips, it was obviously pretty confronting and we told how close you got to death and that sort of stuff. But, but also, you know, pretty good news. Yeah, <laughs> well, the fact that you were still there <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. So I guess I came from that positive base really at that, that point. Um, but then the scary news was they started saying that I'd have to have most of my fingers and both my legs amputated. So... Um, because they've been damaged, so um, it's it's a complicated situation. I still don't understand everything, um, but they have to pump you full of adrenaline when you're basically dying from shock. The only way to save you, well, there's a couple of things they do, but one is pump you full of adrenaline, and there's a reaction to that, but it takes all the blood flow away from your extremities and just brings it back to the heart and the lungs and the essential organs. So that's why, um, as I understand it, I ended up with gangrene damage on both my hands and both my feet. Yeah. Yeah, hands came back all right, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they're not too bad. Because I, re- I remember your hands, were, they were black. I remember seeing them. Yeah, yeah, freaky. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, that was... White marine after about three months. No, yeah, I'll tell you what, they used That's to... Lucky, lucky Tim was there, huh? No, no, I left out the professionals. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> See, good brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wipe your own, mate. I'm busy. That's it. I'm busy watching rugby union. That's it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that played out. So um, played out over over a few months, and um, yeah, ended up becoming a bilateral amputee. And um, first one was pretty much straight away because it was so bad. And the second one actually took over a year to make the final decision. Had 13 surgeries on it. Was in hospital twice a week. You know, getting dressing changes and stuff. And um, yeah, so that was an interesting time, but um, I'm glad that's behind me. I met a couple of people who had been mucking around in a similar situation for six or seven years and ended up amputating and hadn't looked back, and, and I feel the same way. Like, I was on crutches, on 10 different medications, always in and out of hospital, um, and since we made the decision to amputate the second one, it sounds 
uh, unnatural, but I've never, you know, I was with a big step forward, no pun intended, and I felt much better straight away and haven't really looked back physically. I've probably been in hospital twice since then for totally unrelated things, like an you know, illness or whatever. And, and your mobility is, is, you know, compared to what it was when you still had the affected leg, if you like, the second leg, is yeah. so much better in your, your life. And, you know, you can drive a, a normal car, all these wonderful things now, and, you know, you don't have to worry about all those medications or visits to hospital and stuff. No. Oh, look, I, you know, I have so much respect for, A, people in wheelchairs. It's just you're literally sitting down at another level and no one's even looking at you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Through crowds and wheelchairs or just going into a shop and, you know, someone's decided to dump all the stock in the aisle and suddenly you've got to back up and there's people behind it. Oh, it's just horrible. Mm. So I have so much respect for people who get stuck in wheelchairs and even crutches. Most of us have been on crutches, you know, recently, but for a few weeks, I mean, pain in the ass, like just trying to yeah. carry a bag oh, of shopping. Especially when your mates want to go and then they run away with them and they leave them out yeah. in the middle of the oval or something. And, yeah, that was a nightmare <laughs> at school, wasn't it? But I remember... Yeah. When Chris, uh, we went to, we went down to, I forget how it happened, but we went to visit mum or something and uh, on the plane and I was sitting with Chris and this is when he'd, he'd had the first leg amputated and we sat out yeah. the front and we got the wheelchair off and we were going along and it must be quite uncomfortable. We've got, oh, I've got to take this off. And you're wearing trousers and just in the middle of the concourse at Melbourne Airport, you whipped your leg off and put it across your lap and <laughs> you just see people staring. It was so good. It was so good just watching people squirm. But um, look... I mean, you know, you spent a lot of time in rehab. Uh, I imagine that wasn't a, I mean, not a positive experience, but what did... Uh, well, Amy Winehouse Rehab, by the way. What's that? <laughs> it wasn't Amy Winehouse Rehab. Yeah. Well, you, know. well you, you battled your alcohol addiction while you were there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> oh, can I ask you one question? What? And this might sound really uncouth, but did you get to keep <laughs> the leg? No. Nah. No, I wanted to take it shark fishing, but no, I'd get to Because <laughs> when, when you get some awesome pranks... Right, if you could, <laughs> you could take it off and just like put it, like you said, take it sharp. Oh, it's, the shark's got me leg, you know. Well, do you yeah, know what? It should have been an umbrella stand or something. But, <laughs> uh, it was pretty badly damaged and um, infected, so it was straight in the fire. Do you know what I call bullshit on though with you, Chris? Is I know what you've done since you've had prosthetic legs, right? Yeah. You've ratcheted up your height by a good one to two inches, right? Oh, why not? <laughs> you are never, you are never. <laughs> sorry, you are never as tall as you are now. And you've ratcheted- maybe, or maybe you're shrinking. No, I don't think so. I think you've used it, and why not? Use the situation <laughs> to your advantage. It's great. But Absolutely. One of the great days I had with you was when um, you came down to Ballarat and played in the, I think it was the Victorian Amputee Golf Open. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I caddied for it. Well, I just walked around, really. But uh, you, had a, you had a cart, and I just walked. It was a great caddy, Luke. Yeah. I, I, I doubt that very much. So we, were, we were having some tr- trouble with the driver, and Tim just walks over and goes, I reckon you should fucking hit it harder. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of advice I thought he'd give. That, or or um, when's that bloke with the drinks cart coming yeah. back? It'd be something like that. I actually or, do I'm, re- I'm just going for a crap. I'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah. I actually do remember that. I think that is exactly the advice I gave him. Yeah. Yeah, I said yeah. just hit it harder. Hit yeah. it harder and, that, and the ball might go a bit further. Yeah. But... Um, but when you're hitting it onto the green, just hit it soft and, and try and get in that hole there with That's the it, pin, yeah. pin coming out of it. Well, it's a bit like we were talking about this today when you watch, and I hate to speak about footy again because we've been accused of being footy-centric. Yeah. But when you see the, the like all the... <laughs> sorry. All the backs come together, all the forwards or the centres, and it's like they go... So that was bad. Let them kick a goal, right? Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. yeah. So what that. we should do is something good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, use a three wood. Or, or, or like, yeah, they come back and go. I thought you had number six. Nah, number six is yours, mate. We yeah. just kicked a goal. <laughs> so, but look, the reason I brought it up is, is you go and you watch uh, people who have profound disability, yeah, you know, because of yeah. a loss of various limbs or one or more limbs, and they're out there and they're playing like really good golf and they're just getting on with life. Mm. And it's it gives you real perspective and it stops you whinging for a bit. That's so I you imagine with Tim as your caddy, you, you would have taken out that classic. <laughs> Do you so, know what? It wasn't the best golf play I did my last year. It was wet and windy. And yeah, that it was miserable. It was, and that's not my excuse, Luke, but yeah, it wasn't, you know, we had a good time. But that that's good. what it's about, mate. Yeah. Now, you, on a, on a oh, better note, those, on a better yeah. note, mate, you've had uh, some exciting news recently. Uh, yeah, we had the arrival of my fourth child, Ben. Uh, Barry, ben, thank my you. My first child with my new partner, Robin, and that's all going really well, and he's 
11 weeks old now. And, um, Excellent. Yeah, he's great. He is great. And I met him for the, for the first, first time. time today. Yeah. You met him for the first time yeah. today? Yeah. Did he look at you weird? <laughs> he did. And yeah. then he smiled and he went like this, made the head gesture. Yeah, yeah. like with his arms, like, yeah. like going. That's I know, amazing. Even though I'm only 11 weeks old, I know something's yeah. not right with that. I felt sorry for him because the poor kid had been in the pram and then the pram got past and he was carried down, he was still asleep and then someone kicked a goal or something at the footy and he woke up yeah. and he was surrounded like by about 20 I thought you were going to say you threw him in the air like, yeah, we won. Michael Jackson style. Yeah. Just like, totally nonsensical, Luke. But when he came out with two arms and two legs, I was just a little bit relieved. <laughs> <laughs> and a normal sized head. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see how that goes. You never know if it's going to skip a generation or something. Like <laughs> so, Look, but, uh, no, it's exciting, mate. We were very excited for you. We, I think yeah. we might have even celebrated with a beer down at my place that I day, didn't we? Did, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, but look, we might uh, we might move on, Chris. I don't think we've covered a fraction of what we actually intended to. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> when do we ever? <laughs> We've got a running sheet that we just don't even pay any attention to. So, no. But uh, we do have to get out of here, mate. But look, it's really nice we're to... Uh, enjoying, um, we've been enjoying the show, and it's great that we can listen in from Sydney and um, generally enjoy it and have a good laugh. So I obviously wish you guys the best and and um, hope that someone is listening who can um, you know, put you guys where you deserve to be because I've heard some proper crap on the main radio stations up in Sydney and they could use a fresh fresh show like this. So good on you. Hang on, mate. We weren't recording then. Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't remember what I <laughs> No, thanks for listening, mate. I think you are you might be uh, one of three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's nice that we're not doing this for nothing. We're, we're, we're entertaining the three people now. That's right. Thanks, Chris. Uh, and I think watching Tim go through comedy, and I know you've been a big part of that. I've been really glad to see Tim doing the comedy. But I think, you know, people don't appreciate how much effort goes into it, how much time setting up and and organising the venues for the gigs and, and obviously the radio shows. So yeah, I can see it's tiring and takes a lot of effort. So good on you both. Yeah, look, we do spend a lot of time and a lot of effort on those comedy nights, as opposed to Fat and Ginger, where we spend little time and no effort whatsoever. Oh. So, um, yeah, you're right, mate. They, they do, it does get tiresome. Tim is an absolute Trojan, and I know we take the piss out of each other, but uh, he works tirelessly on everything. So oh, I don't give him many compliments. Um, I don't want to give him a big head. Hey. Well done. Thank you. Talk soon, Chris. Get out the door tonight, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Good to speak to you, buddy. See ya. All right, we play one last song. Yeah. And then we'll say goodbye. I think so. All right. And that was the Chili Peppers with I Could Have Lied. I mean, we could have lied too and said that we were here on a Tuesday night, but we decided to tell the truth. No, honesty is all you've got. That's it. We don't want to bullshit our listeners, no. do we? we? We care about them so much. We, do. we just don't want to lie to them. Uh, but, you know, we are about to get into our uh, private jet and, yep. and head home tonight. Uh, where it. are you off to? Are you Bahamas? Or? Uh, I don't know. A bit over the Bahamas. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Caymans. Caymans. Well, we had a bit of a mix-up when I wanted to go to Bora Bora, and he took me to Tora Bora, so <laughs> I've got a new pilot, so hopefully this one will end up in Fiji there. And uh, Yeah, well, yeah. now that um, the financial year's just finished, I want to go anywhere where the tax, yeah. uh, the agents can't find me, That's really, because all the money I made. Uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone for listening again. Okay, thank you, everybody. We, uh, we love you all. <laughs> will we be here live next week? Uh, yeah, I think so. You're uh, back? Yeah, I'm back. All right, let's do live next week. Yeah. And then people can call in and say hello if they want to. Absolutely. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. System shut down.